Here it is, Mama, the episode you've all been waiting for. And in fact, it's going to be a two-part training. So today's episode is part one. We find ourselves in chaotic and challenging times. I'm not going to dispute that. Many of us are faced with trying to run a business while our kids are at home for an unknown period of time ahead. But that doesn't mean that life at home has to feel entirely chaotic and it definitely doesn't mean that your business has to tank. What I know to be true is that it is absolutely possible to maintain momentum in your business and very possibly even experience growth and show up as the kind of mother that you like to be even while your kids are at home for the duration. Here's the thing though, it is going to require a shift for many of us in terms of how we think. On today's show, I am lovingly but firmly calling you out on the thinking that could keep you stuck or worse, sink you into overwhelm and burnout. Because that's not the path of the limitless mother, right? I don't want that for you. I intend to empower you to thrive, even amidst the chaos out there, even with your kids at home. I'm also announcing an exciting giveaway on today's show that I know you're going to love. So are you ready for the mindset shift you need to make navigating motherhood and business while your kids are at home a success? Let's get into the fundamentals of making this happen. Let's get right to it. Let's go to the show. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset, and a dash of woo. If you want to learn how you can balance motherhood and money-making beautifully, if you want to learn the strategy, mindset, and manifestation tips you need to do more of what lights you up, attract more ideal clients, make more money, and enjoy more time freedom, if you want to create this vision of success because you are a mother, not in spite of it, then you are in the right place, my love. I'm your host, success coach, business mentor, mother, and tea drinker, Corey Javid. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. How are you doing? It's Corrie Javid here from CorrieJavid.com, and I'm really excited to be here with this episode that I know so many of you have been hungry for. It is part one of this two-part series, Navigating Motherhood and Business When Your Kids Are At Home. Don't worry, mama, I've got you. I'm bringing you everything that you need to navigate this more challenging time ahead as a mum and a business owner successfully. It's absolutely possible. I've got you with this episode and the next one coming out on Thursday. So right here, schools are closed too. So I'm very much in this with you. And I have a ton of experience actually of helping my private coaching clients to navigate extended periods of having kids at home anyway. And so of course, I'm also dealing with this situation. So I'm bringing to you everything that I'm doing myself right now. And also all of these tools and strategies and techniques that I've developed during the course of coaching women through these sorts of times themselves. So the other thing that I want to mention is that as you know, I've been a busily creating a number of resources for you to really help you during this time, this podcast being one of them. Um, If you haven't already seen them, I've been doing a couple of Facebook lives over inside of my Facebook group, Limitless Mothers. Check those out. What I'm going to be doing for you is collecting together, stockpiling if you will, (laughs) a load of resources for you to really help you so that they're all in one place And you can go to them very easily and access them at any time that you need them to keep things going, keep that momentum going and keep things thriving because that's actually absolutely possible right now, even if it might not feel like it. So we're going to talk about how to navigate motherhood and business when your kids are at home today. But I've got a couple of updates for you and something super exciting. The first update is that we are going to be moving to just one episode a week on the show. This actually has nothing to do with the coronavirus. This was a decision we made a little while ago, purely because it takes the team and I a significant amount of time to create these episodes and because we have such a great back catalogue now of well this is episode 117 so 100 plus episodes covering all manner of topics that you need as a mother and business owner I felt like it's an okay time to slow down slow my roll and pour more into each individual episode 
by reducing the frequency there. So that's happening from the beginning of April onwards. We will be doing one a week. However, because I am so committed to supporting you and to being part of the solution at this challenging time for us as mothers and business owners, I will be doing more pop-up live streams in my Facebook group to help you out. Um, They take less kind of production time for us in the back end so I can kind of backfill any requirements that way. So do keep coming to me with your questions, with the topics that you're really needing some support around and I've still got you covered whether it's on the show or over there. So that's the first update but the show will still continue to go out once a week and it will be on Tuesday. So we're keeping the Tuesday slot specifically. So the second update that I have for you is super exciting. Oh my goodness, you'll find out why it's extra exciting in just a minute. But I've created something new to meet you exactly where you're at right now, my love, because I know that you're probably needing additional support to help you navigate this time ahead. And as you might already know, to get one-to-one access with me usually you need to be on my waiting list, right? My waiting list for my six-month private coaching program. And currently, wait times are like earliest times starting in the latter part of the summer, all things staying equal. So that situation is remaining the same. If you want that deep support that I provide within my six-month coaching program, then book a discovery call to talk to me about working together and getting onto my waiting list so you can grab one of those spaces for yourself. But here's what I'm also doing for you. I've opened up my calendar a little bit and I have created a brand new one-hour intensive called Shift to Profit. It's a one-to-one private coaching call with me and includes additional follow-up via email. And I've designed this so that you have the opportunity to work directly with me to both shift your strategy to fit the current situation and challenges that your business might be facing right now, and shift your mindset so you can successfully navigate this time ahead and ensure that your business not only continues to profit, but has the opportunity to grow that profit. So this is how I'm committed to serving you. I've created this brand new offering. And if that sounds amazing, guess what, my love? I am giving away two of these sessions, which are priced at £497 each, away for free to two lovely listeners. I'm so excited to do this for you. Here's how you can enter if you want to get your hands on one of these. Um, I want this training that I'm giving on today's show and on Thursday's show to reach any woman that needs it. All of the mothers and business owners out there are going to need the information that I'm going to be providing today and on Thursday. So I want you to help me out with that in order to win share this episode, share the Thursday episode. You could take a screenshot of this episode on your phone right now and share it with your followers or audience and tag me on Instagram. I'm at Corrie Javid. You could share one of my posts, one of my social media posts advertising this episode on Instagram or Facebook and again tag me. Or you could simply share this by telling your business bestie about it. Just share, share, share (laughs) and each share counts as an entry. So make sure that you either tag me so that I see it or send me a screenshot of you sharing via email to support at corriejavid.com. Sharing is caring and I'm excited for two of you to win these valuable sessions. So let's make sure you get the strategy and mindset shift you need to successfully adapt and continue to grow that profit. Go and get sharing after you've listened to today's episode and it could be you that wins. So that's super exciting and it feels really nice to be doing some something that feels positive and abundant and upbeat. So that's why I decided to do this right now for you. Okay, let's get into this. Let's get into part one of navigating motherhood and business when your kids are at home. Now, I am creating these episodes for a specific type of mother and business owner in mind. This episode and the next episode are for you if you are committed to 
continuing to show up for your business, okay? So I think if you didn't love your business, maybe you would be like thinking about, well, am I going to use this time to dial things down? But if like me, you're obsessed with your business, you absolutely love the work that you do and it lights you up, then this is going to be an episode for you so that I can help you to navigate this time ahead even while your kids are at home and make sure that your business continues to gain momentum, continues to profit, continues to grow and actually thrives. It is totally possible for you. Please, please, please do not be listening to any of the fear and scarcity out there and making it mean something that it doesn't mean about your business. Make sure that you are separating fear from facts. It's okay to feel afraid. It's okay to feel certain. And yes, life is going to look a little bit different for us for a while, but that doesn't mean that business has to look massively different at all. And it doesn't mean that our profits have to look different. If anything, they could look different in a positive way, they could go up. It's absolutely possible right now, depending on the type of business that you have, of course, but even lots of in-person businesses are able to transition through this time, bring offerings online, innovate, create, and adapt But I want to be really clear that this is an episode for all of you who are excited to learn how you can successfully juggle motherhood and business when your kids are at home, okay? So I wanted to just put that out there so that we all know we're all on the same page here. We're committed to, yes, continuing to show up as the kind of mothers that we want to be, but also, yes, continuing to show up as the kind of business owners that we like to be. So having said that, is anyone else with me on this? I'm seeing all of these posts on Instagram and places with people who are childless, young, single, and a lot more carefree potentially than us right now, saying things like, hey, here's how I'm enjoying my time in social isolation. I'm going to be reading more and clearing out my closet and (laughs) doing more yoga. And is it is anyone else just ever so slightly twitchy when they think, see things like that? And they're like, oh, that's that's nice for you because I'm going to have kids climbing the walls that I'm not quite sure what to, do, what to do with. So anyway, if you're feeling like that, I'm with you. <laughs> Meanwhile, us mothers and business owners are wondering how on earth one goes about homeschooling and running a thriving business simultaneously, right? So the good news is, though, that we can absolutely adapt to this temporary new norm. And I really want to share a little story with you quickly to illustrate how I already know this to be true. (laughs) One of my clients, Kim, she is perfectly happy for me to share this story. We had a call yesterday and she was like, do, do share this with people. I had a call with her. She is not afraid. She's not uncertain. She's not freaking out. She's in a really great place with her business and with her life in general. So here's what Kim and her husband, Matt, did. By the way, she is a client of mine and she also, her and her team also edit this show. So shout out to them for doing such an amazing job. Can we all just give them a round of applause (laughs) for editing me so well and for the whole team because they have a really great team over there. Anyway, Kim and her husband made the decision late last year to sell their house, buy an RV and homeschool their two boys on the road whilst traveling around and enjoying the uh, American um, landscape and all that it has to offer. So they sold their house and moved into the RV just around Christmas time. They just decided to do it and acted really fast. Kim has a thriving online business, producing podcasts like mine and and many others that you may listen to. Um, And she is just so grateful that she has both an online business and she's already living this situation that many of us are unexpectedly finding ourselves in, in which they spend a lot of time potentially socially isolated. They spend a lot of time with their two boys homeschooling them in an RV in closed quarters and they successfully run Kim's business and they do that together so it's actually Matt and Kim's business now because Matt works in the business too. Now they are doing so well that they are able to be considering bringing some friends of theirs into work in the business with them too and one of them has already started and the other one is going to be transitioning so they are actually in a fortunate position where their business gets to be supporting not just their clients with the work that they're doing and I think we can all predict a bit of a podcasting boom right because if people are at home they're going to be wanting to listen more to content via things like podcasts but 
Not only are they able to support their clients and continue doing that regardless of what craziness and mayhem is going on out there, but they're actually able to be considering supporting a couple of their really close friends by bringing them into the business and giving them that opportunity and all growing and thriving together. I mean, how incredible is that? And they're doing this with two young boys at home in the RV. So I just wanted to share that with you because I think it's so useful for us to have evidence when we are working on manifesting and hey guess what everyone manifesting still works law of attraction hasn't gone anywhere it all is still very much in action the law of attraction is still in action but it's always really useful when we are manifesting and what we're talking about here is manifesting success even during these difficult times that we need to adapt to but when we're manifesting that it's so helpful for us to expand our view of what's possible so that we can believe more easily in what it is that we're going after. And so Kim and her family provide excellent evidence of the fact that it is absolutely possible to navigate motherhood and business when your kids are at home and run a successful, thriving and profitable business. So I really wanted to share that with you because I know I talk about my situation a lot, but I never want you to think that I am in any way unique or some kind of outlying case. This kind of success, even during difficult circumstances, is absolutely possible for you. So I was really keen to share that. And Kim was very generous in saying that I was, she was absolutely happy for me to share that on the show with you today. So shout out to Kim. Um, But I really hope that that has given you an extra boost of positivity and optimism as we go into today's show to know that this is possible for you too. You absolutely can navigate motherhood and business with your kids at home and do so in a way that not only maintains your business momentum, but actually maybe even grows it. Okay. So there's the proof if you were needing it. So maybe you are wondering though, okay, that's nice, but how am I going to do this? (laughs) Give me the goods, Corey. Tell me how I'm going to manage this. How on earth do I be a business owner and a mother with my kids home perhaps for some unknown length of time? I'm going to break this down into the fundamentals today. So I'm talking about five fundamentals that you absolutely need to consider, need to have in place. And then on Thursday's show, we're going to get super practical uh, and I'm going to walk you through how to actually make this happen and live it successfully. Okay, first though, as the first fundamental, I have to give you a little bit of a a loving um, kick up the behind (laughs) because I really want to save you because I love you. I want to save you from a certain way of thinking and a certain way of being that I have 100% succumbed to myself in the past. And I have seen friends succumb to this way of thinking and being. And I have seen clients succumb to this way of thinking and being. And it doesn't serve us and it isn't empowering. And so I'm going to give you that bit of a, a loving call out on this right now to prevent you from slipping into this way of thinking and being because I love you and I know that you can thrive and I want you to feel more empowered. So here it, here it goes. Are you ready? Buckle up. <laughs> now is not the time to be feeling like you need to be a supermom. Now is not the time to be feeling like you need to be some kind of superstar business owner doing all the things and all absolutely immaculately. Now is not the time for perfection, my love. We're going to have to lower the bar in some of the areas of our lives, maybe even in our businesses, so that we can give ourselves the breathing space to thrive right now. I do not want you to be setting yourself up with unbearably high expectations that put so much of a burden on your shoulders that you can't thrive and shine during this time and that you feel like you just want to shrink and run away. Now is not the time to assume it's all on you unless you are genuinely in a situation, my love, where it is all on you. Let's say if you are a single parent or you're finding yourself at home alone with the kids because maybe your partner or the other parent on the scene 
is working, say, in the emergency services or something. If that is you, my love, I'm sending you extra love and compassion and your job is to give yourself a ton of grace, okay? But for everybody else, if you have another parent on the scene for your kids, if you have a partner at home, now is not the time to assume it's all on you. I'm sick of seeing this generally because we just make things so much harder on ourselves, but now is really not the time, my love. Now is the time for co-parenting wherever it is in any way possible. Now is the time for sharing responsibility, sharing the burden of, because it is a bit of a burden. I mean, it can be a blessing too. Yes, let's acknowledge that, but it is a bit of a burden having kids at home when we're not used to it, right? And for a period of time that we're unsure of. Now is not the time for shouldering all of that yourself. And I really want you to hear me on that point because that is the path that leads to burnout for you. That is the path that leads to too much stress, too much pressure, too much overwhelm. Don't do it to yourself, okay? And I get it. I know that it can be hard to ask for support and contribution and what you need, especially if you haven't been used to that. And the dynamic has been that things fall more on you. But, and I'm going to support you with that on the show today as well, how we can navigate that. But if you are interested in navigating motherhood and business and doing so in a way that your business still creates profit, still thrives, and that you keep your sanity intact, now is not the time, I love, to assume it's all on you. Please, please, please don't be doing that. Now is not the time, oh, I'm going to say it, for us to be wearing that martyr badge. I've totally been there before. I have definitely been there. I'm like, it's fine. I'll just do it. And inside I'm seething and resentful. Now is not the time for that. Now is not the time to just default to that. I'll be fine mentality and just be the one soldiering on doing all of the things, taking on all of the responsibility. It's not the time. And here's what I don't want to hear about. I don't want to hear about you running around at home, schooling your kids single-handedly, doing all of the household chores and taking care of your elderly neighbor and trying to keep your business afloat, having to get up at the crack of dawn and then finally slumping into bed late if you have somebody at home with you who can help. I don't want to hear about your partner going for a run, farting around and then watching TV while you are tirelessly slaving to keep everything together. No, mama, this is not the time for that. And if that's what you're dealing with, that's going to be on you. And I don't say that without compassion. I have a ton of compassion. Like I said, I've totally been there. I've totally been the one assuming that it's all on me or feeling like it's just easier if I do it than ask for help. But we get what we tolerate. And that can be a bit of a bitter pill to swallow. But I say this to empower you. And I say this because I don't want your dreams to be put on the back burner indefinitely. I don't want you to burn out. I don't want you to be struggling. And if you have the opportunity to be supported at home, you absolutely must take it and expect it at this time. Okay. So I'm saying this with an absolute abundance of love because I want great things for you and your family. And really, when you zoom out and think about it, you're not going to be serving your family if you are taking it all on, if you have the opportunity for help, right? You're not going to be serving them because it's just not sustainable. These peculiar circumstances that we find ourselves in are adding a bit of pressure to us anyway. And then if you pile on more pressure by taking on 100% of the responsibility for all of the household management and all of the homeschooling and you're trying to then fit your business in, you will burn out. And I don't want that for you. Okay, so I've said this with love, but let's just shift our mindsets, shall we? And say that, okay, we are making a vow. This is not the time for perfection. This is not the time for being superhuman. This is not the time for assuming that it's all on us. Are you with me? Good. Okay, so the second thing, and this is going to really help with that, is an absolute fundamental to navigating motherhood and business when your kids are at home is working on your self-worth. Here's what you need if you want to successfully navigate business and motherhood right now. Self-worth. You absolutely need it. You're going to need to feel worthy of spending time on working on your business. You're going to need to feel worthy of the support that you're absolutely going to need. And you're going to need to feel worthy of the self-care that's going to be required to sustain you. I could go on, but you get the idea, right? Self-worth is absolutely essential at this time. And in fact, 
this situation we find ourselves in is a massive opportunity to work on your self-worth, to practice getting what you need, to practice holding boundaries and asking for what you want. You have the opportunity to work on your self-worth and when you do, your business and your family will thrive. I promise you this. The two are absolutely connected. Your kids are going to be around you more right now and they're always looking to us to model self-worth to them. They're learning from us. So this is your chance to do right by yourself and in doing so, do right by them. So if you're asking me, okay, I get it. If I'm feeling a bit shaky on my self-worth, I know that I'm going to really need to have more resilient self-worth at this time. What do I do? How do I do this, Corey? Okay. Here's what I want you to do. If you are a student already of Limitless Money, there is a worthiness audio in there. Be listening to that on repeat all the time. That's going to support you. If you already have my guided manifestation meditation template from the Limitless Mother template shop, then tailor that middle section in there to include affirmations around your self-worth, your worthiness to spend time on yourself, on your business, your worthiness of asking for support and your worthiness of self-care. Um, and feel free if you are a template customer to email me for some of those affirmations or help creating them on this particular topic. I'm absolutely happy to give you that help for free right now. If you ask me, send me an email support at corriejavid.com. I will personally reply. Um, and if you aren't uh, a Limitless Money student and you don't have that guided meditation template, then what you can be doing is to craft some worthiness affirmations. So notice where your worthiness comes up and stops you or prevents you or slows you down from getting what you need in order to successfully navigate through this time and to thrive. Notice where that resistance is coming in. So say if you need to have a conversation with somebody and let them know that you're expecting this of them and that you need this kind of support. If you're feeling resistance there, look at how whether you are feeling of receiving that support, of receiving that time for yourself and for your business, and then craft some affirmations from there. Always make them in the positive, always start them with I am because these work really well on our subconscious. And then you have the choice, you can say them out loud, you can write them down, you can say them in a mirror, you can record yourself saying them and listen to them on repeat. There's all manner of ways, but working on our worthiness is going to be absolutely critical at this time okay and at the end of today's show I've got a dash of woo specifically on this topic to give you an extra boost on this front the third fundamental that you're absolutely going to need as you navigate motherhood and business with your kids at home is you are going to need to divide and conquer. So I am giving you the next piece of advice based on an assumption that you have a partner at home or a co-parent on the scene um, or other access to support. If you don't, if you are literally on your own in this, then like I said, your biggest thing is going to be giving yourself grace, finding ways, and we'll talk about this more on Thursday's episode, finding ways to still carve out time for yourself. But if you are in that situation, feel free to drop me an email. I'm happy to give you some like targeted and tailored advice to see you through and help you navigate this time. But I'm going to assume that if you're listening, most of you do have a partner or co-parent who is able to contribute at this time. And if that is the case, then now is the time to divide and conquer. You will do well together if you make this a team effort. So here's what I, su I would suggest, and this is based on exactly what I've been doing here. Make a list of all of the household, family, life admin duties, tasks, chores that still need to go on, that still need to happen divide it equally if you are both working. If you have somebody at home who is facing their own work challenges, maybe isn't working, then divide it accordingly so that they take on the share of that. I don't care if they don't make the beds like you like it or cook very well or whatever the things are that we get a little bit precious about sometimes the things that we do. Now's not the time for that. Like I said, divide and conquer. You can do this together if you are in partnership, but divide it based on who realistically will have the most time for these things. 
And so this includes the childcare too. You're going to have to have a discussion about who is going to be monitoring, schooling, taking care of the kids. And again, divide that fairly. Do not assume it's on you, my love, if it doesn't absolutely have to be. If you are both working from home and you both need to show up for your work, then divide that duty equally. If And like I said, if you happen to have somebody at home who isn't working right now, then absolutely put the large lion's share of the expectation on childcare on them too. So make a list, list it all out, get realistic with your schedule, with your partner if you have one or co-parent and divide it up. Have a conversation that makes sure that it is an equal responsibility to figure this out. And have a conversation in which you are assuming that it is their challenge as much as it is yours, right? I know, I know this, I'm like this too, that sometimes we can feel like figuring out childcare is our responsibility. It's not. If there's another parent on the scene, it's not, right? We both created these children. (laughs) We both have a duty to make sure that they're cared for. So have a conversation, even if that feels like it might be difficult, Go into it prepared and go into it with compassion as well, because this is a tricky time for everybody. So go in with compassion. And this is really important. Make sure that while you're having a conversation over who is going to do what, have a conversation about how each of you is going to find time for yourselves. So not just talking about business or work and household duties and childcare, but also just some time off, just some downtime, just some time to do whatever it is that you need to do, whatever it is that your partner needs to do. Make sure you're both really clear on that and that you both get equal downtime because you're both going to need it, right? It doesn't matter how the work and childcare duties are getting divided up. You're both going to need some time off alone without an expectation on you achieving something or looking after a kid, right? and know in advance of that conversation what it is that you need so for example I was coaching one of my private clients this week um, on getting her ready for having this conversation with her husband she's a real meditator she loves meditation and it's what she needs to feel good and to thrive and she was telling me that her husband doesn't totally understand this and I said now is not the time to feel like we need to justify or convince our other halves or our partners of our need for these activities approach it simply in the way of like if this was you and meditation was your thing approach it in the way of here's what I need in terms of downtime I need some time to meditate every day maybe 15 minutes I'm just obviously making this up but just to give you a scenario here and if he's like well I don't get it you don't blah 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 you know how you know how we know how these things can be that when our other half doesn't totally get our woo-woo ways or whatever it is that we do to recharge you just be like yeah I totally get that you don't understand it I don't need you to understand it but I do need you to know that I need this right now for my sanity for my well-being and I'm just asking that you support me in helping me make that happen and I will equally support you in finding the time for your well-being and however that looks to you so don't get into conversations around justification or explaining or convincing just have a sensible conversation of like this is what I need help me get it and I'll help you get what you need so divide and conquer the fourth fundamental for navigating mother and businesshood during this time is you're gonna have to speak up for what you need so when you go into that conversation make it known make it known what you need make it known that you know you deserve it so if you go into and this is why self-worth is so important right if you're about to have a conversation with your other half about how you can be successfully navigating this path ahead and you don't feel truly that you deserve and are worthy of time to work on yourself time to work on your business downtime if you feel like taking any of that for yourself would be selfish or wrong or greedy or not permitted and you're just not worthy of it you're not going to have a successful conversation so can you see why working on your worthiness first and boosting that is going to be absolutely critical to the success of navigating these kinds of conversations with our other halves so know that you deserve it and expect it to happen. Expect to be supported and expect to support in return. Like I said, we get what we expect. So make sure that it happens. Make sure that you're getting what you need. And what do I mean by that? Well, 
In an, another conversation that I had with a client, she was talking about how her husband is working from home. She has a business to run from home too, and she's going to have two kids at home. And she was saying that they were talking about, well, one would maybe do an early shift and then one would do a late shift. But her concern was that his work is quite high pressure and things can easily kind of escalate in a day and she could foresee several situations where it's now time for her afternoon shift of working in his afternoon shift of looking after the kids and it would keep kind of getting later and later and it'd be like oh I just have to hop on this emergency conference call or I just have to do this or I just have to do that and I said okay so if we know that and that's a known expectation then swap things around make sure that you are getting your work shift done first and then that way you know that you're going to be better at wrapping up and that you're already good and practice at managing working on shorter reduced hours anyway so switch those things around and make sure that it happens make sure that you get what you need by going first in that situation so you're going to have to have a think about how this might play out and make sure that it happens because as we're navigating through this, like have that conversation, divine and conquer, like I said, speak up for what you need. But of course, we're going to have to have a period of adapting, of finding our feet. So going back to my example of Kim and her husband, of course, it took a little bit of adapting, a little bit of getting used to new routines, living in the RV, homeschooling and running a business. And it wasn't an overnight thing that they were like, oh, this is just our new routine once and done. But it took communication and it took being open and honest with each other about what they needed so that they could make the schedule work for everybody and that everybody's needs were getting met. And here's the thing, as we're going through this period of adjusting to this new temporary norm, do not keep quiet. So if you've had a conversation, you made an agreement, but it's difficult to stick to it, now's not the time to keep quiet, my love, because then we end up bottling up resentment and from there things can fester and it's just not healthy, right? Now is going to be the time more than ever that we're going to have to communicate with our other halves um, and to say, hey, look, we made this agreement here and that's not really been happening. I have this business to run or looking after my well-being is really important to me. I really need you to support me by sticking to our agreement or whatever the conversation is. Right. But don't keep quiet. Speak up for what you need and keep having those conversations. And of course, being compassionate and supportive and flexible goes both ways. So I'm, I'm your advocate here. And so I'm talking very much on focusing on you getting what you need. But of course, it's not about bulldozing in and saying, hey, listen up. <laughs> this is how it's going to be. I'm having this, this, this. And you're just going to have to bend my whim. I don't think any of us are going to do that probably. But um, I just want to make sure that we're clear that because I'm your advocate, I'm all about making sure that you get what you need. But of course, it is a two-way street. So how can you have these kind of conversations? I have some tips here because yes, I've been coaching many of my clients through having these conversations with their husbands, partners, co-parents at this time. But also these conversations aren't that dissimilar to other conversations that can feel tricky sometimes. For example, having a conversation with your partner if you're about to make a big investment in your business. I've even done a whole podcast episode on that before, how to get support when your husband's not on board. I think it was episode six, like way back. And so... Of course, I'm not a relationship coach, but I just am <laughs> a, an experienced coach in helping my clients to get what they need and speak up and be their own best advocate in these situations. So here's a couple of tips for you before you go into these um, conversations is to know what you need and why it's important to you. Um, pick your timing. I think obviously that's kind of an obvious one, but we don't want to be going in to this kind of conversation when emotions or tempers are already like heightened or frayed, right? So pick your timing, bring a ton of compassion. So as well as considering your side, really consider where they're at and what they might need ahead of time so that you can go in and like negotiate in a fair way, find the middle ground and compromise. The other thing is, and this is going to sound again kind of obvious, but be aware of your body language. So having worked on your self-worth first, and if you need to, before this conversation, say your affirmations to yourself, do a power pose, if you've heard of those, like just helps you to feel connected to your personal power. 
But sit up straight or tall and make sure your shoulders are back because we want to present a kind of calm confidence when we go into these things. We don't want to go in kind of like eyes fixed to the floor saying, oh, I kind of quite like it if we could do this. We need to be clear. We need to be okay about asking for what we need. And so our body language can actually help us feel better. I don't know if you know that. So it's as much about you as it is about the confidence and calmness that you might be portraying. But having kind of an open stance so that you're not crossing your arms or folding your arms, all the same stuff that you would do in an interview that you've probably already heard about before, right? Um, Leaning back, sitting up straight, smiling, eye contact, all of these things, they sound so simple, but they do really help and they will help you feel more rooted in your power and your deserving, okay? The other thing is, is hold firm. Don't back down at the first glimpse of um, some resistance. Just hold firm and true, knowing what it is that you want and what it is that you deserve. And just be willing to meet them where they're at and renegotiate or walk away from the conversation and come back to it if it's turning really unproductive. That happens, right? That happens, especially right now when emotions can be on a bit of a roller coaster. So don't beat yourself up if it doesn't go perfectly the first time around. It's not a once and done thing. You can keep having that conversation. And it gets easier. Speaking up for what you need gets easier. I used to be crap at this. I'm going to be totally honest. (laughs) Back when my daughter was a baby, I spent a lot of time, if I'm perfectly frank, feeling really resentful from my husband. And now I don't think that in hindsight, that was his fault at all. That's all on me. I wasn't taking charge of my happiness. I wasn't feeling empowered to speak up for and ask for what I needed. I was the one getting up early in the morning every single day and and never saying, hey, I want a lion. I was waiting for him to suggest that I had a lion. Well, that wasn't going to (laughs) happen. But I wasn't being my own best advocate. And this is something I'm trying to teach to my daughter. Although she says, and she knows she's saying it, like to be precocious, which says, I'm being my own best avocado, mummy. <laughs> um, but speaking up for what we need gets easier the more that we do it. Um, and so like that was the situation with us early days and that I was doing everything and I wasn't speaking up for what I needed and I was feeling resentful. Now, if you fast forward to where we're at now, we always take it in turns when my daughter is sick and needs to be off school. Obviously, that's kind of irrelevant at this point in time, but we take it in turns to stay home with her. And that's an expectation that I have. It's something that I vocalized that we're going to need to do to share in this. And he was like, okay. And it's surprising sometimes how on board your other half might be when you don't expect them to be. And they were just waiting to be asked or they just needed it to be pointed out, whatever the thing is. And we divide up school holiday cover, And all of this is much easier now because I've worked on my self-worth, I've practiced asking for what I need and what I want, and because now I expect these kinds of needs to be met and I expect us to be a partnership in this. It's not selfish, it's required, my love. Okay, the fifth fundamental that I have for you today on navigating motherhood and business when your kids are at home is to, through all of this, everything that we've been building up to, what we really need, the outcome that we want, is to agree a daily and weekly schedule so that you know how many child-free hours you will have each day and each week. Know exactly who is going to be with the kids and when, who is working and when. Know what that is going to look like. Your going to need this for part two because we're going to build on it and I'm going to help you to take the outcome of all of this, your new schedule, your new amount of hours, whatever that looks like for you. We're going to take it, build on it, and then I'm going to show you how you can prioritize, how you can make the most of those hours, and how you can use those hours to actually make sure that your business is maintaining momentum, still profiting, maybe even growing in profits at this time, right? It's absolutely possible, and we're going to get into all of those practical tips. I have got them by the bucket load for you. I've got you totally covered. As somebody who's already been working a non-negotiable 25-hour work week consistently anyway, and I have clients who work consistently 10 hours in a normal scenario um, and who are building successful businesses. So I I know my stuff here. I know uh, what we need to do and how to still thrive even when we are more time-pressed than we normally are. So 
But the upshot of today's episode is I wanted to mentally prepare you for the time ahead, get your head in the game and have those conversations and agree that daily and weekly schedule if you haven't already so that you can bring it and you're ready and prepared for part two of this series on Thursday. And I'm like I said, we have tons of practical strategies for maintaining your business momentum and even growing. It's absolutely possible. So I want you to hold on to that positivity and optimism that actually, I mean, of course, each business is going to be different at this time, but for the vast majority of businesses, there are opportunities to pivot, to innovate, to create, to adapt, and to keep growing right now. And so the fifth fundamental is simply to have an agreement in place, an agreement over the number of hours that you get each day or each week to work child-free when somebody else is watching the kids, that you don't have the kids with you. Whatever that looks like for you, and like I said, if you don't have any support at home because your other half is out working still, or you are a single parent, then that may might look like a vastly reduced number of hours. You can still make this happen though, my love. But for all of us, what we want as we go into Thursday's episode is that clear idea, that clear cut window of time. If you don't carve that out for yourself and have that agreement in place, then you're going to find it very difficult to navigate motherhood and business. Now is not the time for muddling our way through and winging it, trust me. <laughs> that is just going to lead to feeling very overwhelmed, feeling pulled in all different directions, feeling guilty, business guilt, mama guilt, not feeling present. Don't do that. <laughs> do yourself a favor, my love. Work through each of these five fundamentals and come away knowing and having a very clear view of exactly the amount of time that you're going to have going forward to work child free. And we are going to build on that. So let's just do a super quick recap. And then I have that great dash of woo for you today. So fundamental number one is now is not the time to be assuming this is all on you now is not the time for perfection now is not the time to be wearing that busy badge or that martyr position don't do it <laughs> now is the time fundamental number two to work on your self-worth my love get those affirmations going use your guided meditation if you have it use that audio inside limitless money if you are a student there Number three is divide and conquer. Divide up everything. Divide up the childcare, yes, but also housework, duties, cooking, life admin, all the things that need to happen. It is not all on you if you have anybody capable in your vicinity. <laughs> divide and conquer. And the fourth is to speak up for what you need. I know that sometimes it can feel hard, but you absolutely can do it and you are worthy of it. So work on your worthiness first and then speak up for what you need. And the fifth fundamental get in place an agreed clear view of the number of hours that you are going to have each week and each day. Amazing. So it is time for today's Dash of Woo. If you're new around here, if you're new to the show, we have lots of lovely new listeners joining us. Hello. Welcome, my love. Um, Dash of Woo is a short practical manifestation or mindset tip designed to take what we've been talking about today and implement it with extra ease and speed into your life. So today's Dash of Woo is all about worthiness because like I said, feeling worthy is going to be so fundamental to you successfully navigating both business and motherhood at this time. How we feel, how we are thinking is going to be all the more important to our success right now. So our businesses are always made or broken on the strength of our mindset, right? Um, and that is true now more than ever. So you really need to be building up that inner strength that comes from worthiness at its very core, because that's our point of attraction. That's the point that we manifest from, is from what we feel worthy of receiving. If you do not feel worthy of having success during this time, you won't. If you don't feel worthy of spending time on your business, you won't make it happen. If you don't feel worthy of receiving money through your business it won't happen like I could go on but worthiness is always our point of attraction so here's what I want you to do I want you to work on your solar plexus chakra so 
Our chakras are different energy centers in the body and our solar plexus chakra is located in our solar plexus. If you don't know where that is, you know where your bra strap is at the top of your like abdomen, right in the center there, just below your bra strap is where your solar plexus chakra is. Now this is your center of personal power and self-worth. So if you want to be activating your self-worth and activating that sense of self-empowerment, you want to be activating this chakra, right? And so if that chakra is blocked, then you'll be likely feeling disempowered and unworthy. Okay. So there's lots of different ways that you can activate this chakra. So you could do a quick five minute meditation, breathing in and feeling that flow of your breath go all the way down to and activate and ignite that chakra and then all the way back up. The color of this chakra is yellow. So if you want to envisage a golden sparkly energy flowing in and down and through that chakra and then back up again as you are taking those deep breaths, that's a great way of doing it. You could play Place your hand on that chakra as you're doing those deep breaths just for some extra energy focus there. Literally simple as that. You could go ahead and do that just five minutes, maybe even three minutes of some deep breaths and feeling that energy center opening up, expanding and activating. Any of your worthiness affirmations are going to help activate that chakra too. And then the other thing is just the color yellow. So if you have any yellow crystals like citrine, that's a great one to have in your vicinity and just think I am worthy anytime you see it or to place it on that chakra when you're doing those deep breaths and that short meditation. Um, drinking lots of turmeric or turmeric, I never know how these things are pronounced. Tea is a really great one because it's yellow and guess what? It's immune boosting too. So a double win for us right now. So I've been drinking lots of ginger, lemon and turmeric tea just because it's also delicious. But also as I'm doing it, I am like topping up my worthiness. And because it's warming, because ginger and turmeric are like warming spices, well, actually roots, but you know what I mean. Because they are warming, it really helps that as you are drinking that tea, you can think of that warm energy from the tea going down your throat and into your stomach and filling up and activating that chakra space. So it's a really great way if you can have just a mindful cup of turmeric tea each day or ginger, lemon and ginger tea works too, right? Both they're yellow. So that is today's Dash of Woo. So accessible, so easy. We can do it even now. Use it, use it before you're doing some of these fundamental activities today and come ready and prepared, my love, for part two because we're going to get right into it. We're going to roll up our sleeves and examine exactly how you're going to make this happen and make it happen in a way that works for you, your family, your business, your clients, all the people. It's possible. So we're going to do it. Okay, do not forget, my love, that you have a chance to win a Shift to Profit private coaching intensive with me, priced at £497, but free if you are one of the lucky two winners. All you need to do to enter is share this episode, tag me or email me the evidence of you sharing, and you will be in with a chance to win. So email me at support at corriejavid.com. And I'm so excited for the two of you who are going to get to work with me for free and get that much needed strategy and mindset shift that you need to adapt, maintain that business momentum and still make bank. I'll be announcing the winners on next Tuesday's episode. That will be episode number 119 on Tuesday, the 31st of March. So make sure you're listening in. And because that's soon, get sharing now. And until part two remember my love that you are now as always as ever limitless bye for now thank you for listening i appreciate you so much if you've enjoyed listening to today's show make sure you subscribe on itunes or stitcher so you don't miss out on any episodes it would make my day possibly even my week if you could spare a minute and leave a review over on itunes And because I value your time so much, each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free success coaching call with yours truly. So if you'd love for us to pinpoint and then work through that one thing that's currently standing between where you are now and where you want to be, then definitely leave a review for your chance to win. Until next time, remember, you are limitless.